and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast, episode 97. Can you believe it? Today talking, how can I progress on my property development journey? Solo episode today, this is a little bit more motivation for you, for those who are feeling like you thought you'd be further on or you'd like to be further on. I'll be giving away a few pointers and techniques that will help you on your journey, get you thinking and hopefully get you motivated to carry on or rock on. Okay, so let's jump on into episode 97. Hello, welcome to episode 97. Like I said, solo episode today. No Bob, just me talking. How can I progress on my property development journey? Now, why am I doing this episode today? Episode 97 as a solo. Well, I, two things, Bob's not around today. And I thought, what a great opportunity for me to offer what I do best, which is to give people the feeling and empower them to know that they can achieve what they want. And if yours is property development, then you're in for a cracker. I'm going to give you 10 reasons, uh, 10 tips, 10 things that will help you progress further on your property development journey or your property journey. Or you know what? This actually applies to any journey. Before I get started though, giving away the copy of the old Property Millionaires Exposed. Remember what Bob says, page 121, where we learn all about property development, going to this week to Jermaine Putaway. Jermaine, that's in the post for you. We will reach out for your address if somebody already hasn't. Anyway, let's get started. I'm going to begin with this question. Are you where you want to be on your property development journey? Or your property journey? Or on any journey? Right now, are you where you want to be? Or are you a little bit disappointed because you'd, you'd hope you'd be a little bit further ahead or had gone a bit faster? Does that, does that resonate with you? Is that how you're feeling? Just reflect on that. And I know there are plenty of areas in my life that I wish I'd been further in or wished I'd done more in or on a journey that feels like it's taking a long time. And even my property, one of my property developments, that's for sure. But how does that make you feel? For me, it's a little bit of frustration. I feel frustrated. And that's not great because it hijacks our brain and it actually slows us down. So when you're not achieving your goals, apart from feeling frustrated, you can feel a little bit disheartened as well. And it's important to remember that setbacks and challenges are just a natural part of life. They are what happens on every journey to success. And History is littered with a plethora of people who have done amazing things and it's taken a while, or they've had to overcome things, or they've just had to go that extra mile. For some people, it it looks like they were an overnight success, it looks like it was easy, but it probably wasn't. They probably did the hard yards, put the time in, went down wrong roads, all of that stuff. I mean, I reflect back to episode one. Have you listened to episode one and then come to now? Holy moly, she is a different woman. So she being me. So just understanding that there will always be frustrations and times where you just feel like, oh gosh, this is ever going to get better. Am I ever going to do this right? Am I ever going to achieve that goal, that thing that I want to achieve? So I'm going to give you some tools today that, I know can help you get on track. There's going to be 10 of them. They are very useful. Have a listen and think, okay, I'm going to choose all of these or just a few to decide that you can do you can do this. You can do whatever it is that you want to. 
you need to believe you can. Remember CBA. That's my, you know, be clear about what you want, believe that you can and take action. They are my three things, CBA. But today talking around the progress part of it, the A probably, the action, which is a kind of comes back to the B and the C when we go through this. But number one, you need to reflect on your goals. So just take some time to evaluate them and determine, you know, are these still relevant? Are they aligned with my values? Are they still, is this still what I want to do? Or is it possible that you need to adjust or tweak them? You know, sometimes we have a goal and it's so old, you know, whatever that is. It, it could be something that you wanted to achieve a long time ago. And looking back now, it actually needs adjusting because it's unrealistic or it's not really what you want. You're stuck in a, in a theme wanting to do something that's not yours. I can give this a, a, a great story here. I wanted to write a book. Well, I didn't actually want to. I suppose in the background, I've, I've written a few in my time, but not really published them different, for different reasons. I've written plenty of ebooks. In fact, I've got a really good ebook right now off our website. I think you can get it off there, or it's out there somewhere. I'll let you know. I actually will put the link in below. But anyway, this book I started writing, and it's called Three Wines In How to Have the Self Confidence to today to achieve the things you want to in life without the hangover tomorrow meaning how to have that energy and that you know that confidence that we have after we've had a couple of drinks we just are a little bit more bulletproof and how cool would it be if we could take that energy through life and you know having achieved quite a bit but you know started and hit rock bottom a couple of times I kind of get that so I wrote this book and you know so much coach training and so much training and so many hours of coaching people I kind of get what works I understand it I've been coaching for it's got to be over 14 years but it must be by now I need to find those exact numbers but I have learned a lot experienced a lot and done an awful lot of education and work with coaches myself so I kind of get, you know, how that works. So I wrote this book, but it took me four and a half years. Oh my goodness, four and a half years. And there were setbacks on that one. There were, well, number one, I wasn't even a writer, so I didn't even know how to be a writer. You know, how do you even start a book? I just started it. Bob and I were on holiday, actually, and he said, you should write the book three ones, and we were having a glass of wine together down in the Hunter Valley, looking out over a paddock, and there's all these kangaroos jumping around. And we were laughing about something and he said, you're so good at that, you should write a book, it'd be really useful for people. So yeah, there I went down that road. But it's been four and a half years now and this book finally comes out. I think I get the finished version to do the final read through this week or next week. But it has taken so long and I struggled committing to it. I self-sabotage which I'm going to get to later. I was worried what people would think or you know, judge me and what if I got it wrong and and part of the book talks about a girlfriend of mine who passed away and that you know, broke my heart. So I had to deal with some pain and I had to deal with some fear. I had to deal with so many things. And that stopped me moving forward and not knowing what to do. Oh my gosh, like, do I publish myself? Do I go to a publisher? People said that's going to take longer. In hindsight, it would have been faster. So what I'm saying is, I just needed to reflect and recently or earlier this year I was like that's it it is going that was on my beginning of the year goals this will be done and I made it happen so on the property development front the same thing my, my one of my property developments is has gone really slowly and that's been affected by COVID like many people 
But it has slowed down my progress in more than one way. It's slowed down my progress um, for like moving forward with money because I had so much tied up there and, you know, not sort of jumped onto something else or moved forward. I have in a couple of others, but not in a way that I would like to. And I did say to Bob earlier this year, I'd like to do a bigger development by myself. So, and this one's a JV, so it's not by myself. But anyway, they're just examples of, of me having to experience that not progressing as fast as I could. So yes, we need to reflect on those. That's number one. And just check that, that yeah, these still align and these are what I want. The, the number two thing you need to do is just identify your roadblocks. Like what are they? Are they internal or external? Internal, are they in your head? Are you telling yourself stuff that's not true? Are you just frightened? Like that fear of failure. Is it self-sabotage? Is that part of it? Or, or is it uh, more external like you have a lack of money or you have a lack of education or or you don't have that support around you you know you don't have that person helping you which we'll get to that one as well but what are your obstacles have there been things going on in your life that are external events that have stopped you moving forward and that's a big one and working how I do with our mentoring students that is the thing I work with the absolute most with the things that get in their way, with how to progress in life and have the obstacles be on the way and not in the way. And if you're listening, still listening to me now, which I hope you are, I would guarantee you have some things going on in your world that are becoming in your way and not on your way. So it's looking at those obstacles that you have and we turn them into great reasons because our brain likes to be right, so we justify them. And that's not negative, that's just human behavior. But when, when you sort of stop and, and have a look at the obstacles and think, you know what, I'm now going to see this as in the way and not on the way. I remember a few years back, I worked with an elite sportswoman and she wanted to win an Ironman actually. And this was hers. She was beginning to see things as in the way. And we did a bit of work and we got over that line to start things, seeing things as on the way. And wow, did life change for her in the sporting arena. So once you can flip your thinking over to, hang on, what are my obstacles? How do I turn these to just life's happenings? Because trust me, we all have life happenings happening. Every single one of us, you listening right now, me, we've all got our own story going on in the background. But we need to find ways to not let them stop us. We need to acknowledge them. And trust me, if yours is learning, if there's a knowledge gap, because I had that with my book, definitely, then I suggest you jump on our workshop. There you go. There's a plug for that. That's at the end of this month. We've got a three-day online workshop. There'll be a link below. But once you plug those holes in, once you plug the holes into what you need to learn, your life changes. Oh, my goodness. You know, mine was like, how do I publish, self-publish, not like, in the end, I just went to a, I went to a publishing company, I hired the, the woman that would help me, and she helped me get it finished, and she was on my tail, like I'm on our client's tails, on my, my client's tails, she was on my tail to get it finished, and you know, we're talking next week, after four and a half years, so that worked. The next thing you need to do to further progress your property development journey, so number one, reflect on your goals. Goals. Number two, identify your obstacles and look at how you can come around, get around those. Number three, you need to break it down. You need to break down what it is you need to do 
and make it so small that it's very achievable. Even by me saying, reflect on your goals, for a lot of people, it's, where do I find the time, the brain space for that? Do you know what? An example of breaking that down would be tomorrow morning, I'll set my alarm for 10 minutes earlier because that's all it's going to take. And I'm going to sit outside or sit somewhere by myself with a pen and paper and get whatever it is that's in my head out of my head on what I need to do, like find a site. What do I first need to do to find a site? Break that down and break that down and break that down or finish my taxes. Break that down. Okay, I've got to get all my paperwork together or I've got to do this or I've got to do that. It might be clean your desk, whatever it is, whatever it is that you, that's that's in your in your way, you need to break it down. So make your tasks so small, so small, that you don't even have to think about them. It's a quick phone call. You've got that phone number out. It is super duper easy. So that is something that you can easily do. And that is one of the absolute best tips I can give you for progressing further. I don't know why I put it at number three. I should have even put it at number one, but it might not have made sense then. Okay, let's jump through to number four create an action plan and that comes from those little wee steps that you took 10 minutes tomorrow morning to write out because you became clear on your goals and you started micro micro listing let's call it that because then then you can create an action plan and it does not have to be perfect and it does not have to be huge it just needs to be a plan that you can follow and you know what it's your plan so you know you have obstacles, so you know, oops, that didn't happen today. Oops, perfect, I will do it tomorrow. Don't be so hard on yourself. Be realistic with what it is that you'd like to achieve. But to create the action plan, we probably have to just reflect on what it is that you want, and it needs to be that decision. I didn't pop this in early enough, and I probably should have. You need to decide if property development is what you want to do. I do often have a conversation, had it yesterday, do I do property development or do I do property investing? I've already bought a couple of investments, properties. And so for, for some people, they get stuck there for two reasons. Investing in property is easy. Well, I started doing that when I was 18. Do it with my eyes shut. You, you can too, you just buy a property. And often we just get, you know, some people get people to help them. It's not that hard to, you know, buy, invest and hold. What can happen at some point is we get tapped out. So we get we run out of the capacity to move forward faster. So if you're in that, that spot there, maybe it is time to develop. Because remember, you can develop and hold. So you can become an investor and get your properties for what they cost. Now that's, that's really smart buying. But if you're stuck in that point, that's something that you need to answer for yourself. And not getting caught on that. Just think, okay, I'm here to get to here. What is the goal? What is the end result? Which is going to get me there? Is is investing going to get me there or is developing going to get me there? And only you know the answer to that. And they're both super easy. So just make that decision and roll with it. So anyway, we're up to number four, which is creating the action plan. So you need to get quite detailed here. So some of you will love that. But just decide, you know, how your plan looks and try and stay on track for that. So set yourself deadlines for each step. Mick, that could be, okay, by this Friday, I would have done this. I often, in the mentoring program, when I work with people, they say to me, I will have a site by, and they give me a date. And that's perfect, because to do that, they know what they need to do, it will get done to get there. So that holds them to their own game plan. It gives me something to work with them 
toward as well. You know, check in with them. How are we going with that? What have you done to get to there? What's working? What's not working? And these are simply questions that you can even ask yourself. So why not get create that action plan? Number five. Well, actually, to stick with number four, something I didn't put is create a schedule. If you're busy, and I do find that I work with high achievers. High achievers are people who they're just on a life mission, and and, and they and they're all different. They're all different types of people, but they have a plan and they know what they want. They've decided. They've made that decision. So once you know what you want and you're busy, because I know you are, then create a daily plan. You know how I said get up ten minutes earlier. You only have to do that once, but what if you did that every day? That just gives you that much extra time in a week. It's about eking out that little bit of time. Where are you? Because time is often a factor for many of us high achievers. So here I am recording this at 6am because time is a bit of a factor sometimes. So when we create a daily schedule, mine even factors in when I'm going to do my house play, which is actually housework but I call it house play because the word sometimes we see work as a negative thing so when I'm going to complete that all the things I'm going to complete the times of day that I speak with clients all of that's scheduled out and I know when I've got my creativity time to do things like this to you know have content that's going to serve the community or help others so there are special times in my day that I do different things and that's because I have a great schedule and I just created it. Actually, a coach of mine did about three years ago. Uh, we created it on Excel and I've shared it with a few mentoring students. But it's just a great way for you to find or find those extra minutes and even notice where you are not, um, not being so useful with your time, not being so, well, I don't know, what's the word I'm after, where, where you could tidy things up and just be a bit more... In control of it if that's the way the next one is seek the right support oh my goodness seek the right support you need to ask for support from your partner and if you and I do hear this a lot and it's a little bit sad not a lot but I do hear it that sometimes partners aren't supportive and if that's the case for you then you need to go and find a partner not I'm not saying change partners but a friend you have a friend that will support you so somebody who you can talk about your development journey with, somebody who is encouraging, and often somebody who doesn't have an agenda. So that's important. So my agenda as a coach when I work with somebody is their success. It's not anything but that. And that's the sort of support you want. You don't want somebody who's going to impact or give you ideas and opinions because they are impacted by your outcome. It needs to be unbiased. It needs to be somebody who's just going to listen and offer you support. And if you find that the support person that you have, even if it's your partner, starts giving you too much of their opinion, be okay to, to let them know. You, you do need to let people know if you don't want their opinion or you don't want them to influence you in a way where you want to make the decision yourself. And the other way, if you're happy for them to do that, that's okay. But be, just be aware of uh, when people are impacted by your decisions because they will give opinions based on how it impacts them. Something you need to be a little bit careful of. And so it can be family members as well. You know, you can talk to family members about this. Um, communities, being around other communities. And, and and dare I say it, you know, joining, working with us at, in our mentoring program or even just our 
our normal program where we have our live Q&A every second Wednesday that's on tonight for those of you who uh, oh, this won't be out in time but you, you know what it is we have our live Q&A we're a community where you jump on and, and you say hey it's me and we say hey how are you going and you know what, what's going on for you that sort of thing so get that right support of people that will give you energy as well and that you can comfortably fit into your life so speak with people who are going to support you. And just on when it comes to finding a coach or you're looking for a mentor, make sure they offer what you want. And I do hear too often people join up with people's programs and then they come to us and they've been disappointed with what they receive. And this isn't a downplay for that, but just check in that you get what you want. How often do you get to speak to the people? And you know, what sort of support do they offer? Uh, you know, what is find out that stuff because that is very important and you know. Sometimes we don't receive what we want. And, and I've had that happen myself with a coach. She sort of offered a lot. And, and maybe that was my fault, but I just the time that I had to work with her, just for me, it wasn't enough. I did need some more. Okay, where are we up to? Number six, learn from your setbacks. Learn from what has not worked. And that's just... Look at what's held you back. Look at what's not worked for you and think, okay, how am I going to do that better? It's like learn from the lesson. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off and think, here I go. I am going again. What can I learn from my experience so far? You know, what can I learn from where I am right now? Have a look at, at the setbacks you've had and maybe it's an outside one, an external one. So, so look at that setback and think, well, what can I learn from that? Why did I allow that from stopping me to progress? Or how did that stop me stop me from progressing? And what can I learn from that experience? And sometimes, again, we don't allow ourselves the time to do that. So allow yourself the time. So that's going to be the second morning, the 10 minutes. Maybe the day two is 10 minutes earlier. It can just be about the reflection because you can't learn you won't learn or move forward and unless you acknowledge or realize what that pattern is that's been holding you back because there, this won't be the first time, trust me. This will not be the first time that you haven't achieved what you want or you're not where you'd like to be and it is more than likely going to be the same thing that's holding you back. Okay, the next one is stay motivated. Surround yourself with people who make you feel motivated. Listen to podcasts like this. Listen to other podcasts. Get excited about life. Read books. Um, I love audiobooks. They are just, for me, fantastic. I just put one on at night. You know, you can set a timer so you don't have to wake up at three in the morning with, you know, a book still going in your ear. But it's just a great way for me to stay motivated. I listen to something and it fills me with energy. You have to think of your, you as like, think of your energy level as a cup. And every day when you go to work or when you give to people, or you might have family or a partner or friends, or you just naturally could be a giving person. But whatever it is, you're giving, you're pouring out all the time from your cup. So to stay motivated, energized and excited, you have to refill that cup. So it is things like, Property events, our live Q&A, um, you know, the podcast, other podcasts, things that make you feel energized and excited. They are so vital to your success. So that is number seven. Let's look at number eight. Okay, number eight. Number eight is stay persistent and adaptable. It is so important that you stay persistent because trust me, nothing that's of not nothing, but things that are of value, things that are worth doing, they take persistence and adaptability. You have to adapt. 
like, how well did we go in COVID? We all pivoted, didn't we? We were here and we had to pivot to do something else. That was the word for COVID, but that should really be the word for life. So you need to stay persistent because life is going to happen. Things aren't going to always go your way. You need to, like I said before, pick yourself up, dust yourself off and, and go again. I spoke with a client yesterday, bless him, I love him, he's awesome. And he's been on a particular project for a very long time. He's had council setbacks and he's had so many things that have just been really challenging for him. But he's coming to construction. I'm so excited for him. And he's one of the few that I work with outside of the mentoring program. So I do work with the odd client out of there. And it's just so refreshing to, to well, I mean, he, to see his persistence and for him to acknowledge how persistent he's been. And, and he's so adaptable. Now, okay, I, he couldn't do that, so he had to do that. So he couldn't do that, so he had to do that. He couldn't do that, so he had to do that. And he's, he's just faced the challenges. And at the same time, he's been willing to adapt. And that's key, being willing to adapt. So flexibility and resilience are just key traits, key traits when pursuing a goal. So you have to say persistent don't give up. You know, sometimes people, I don't know, I can't find anything in my patch. You, you need to be persistent and know that you've done everything you can. And then if, it's, if that patch isn't working, well, then it is time to adapt. But you just need to approach things with that level of persistence. And number nine, celebrate your progress. Oh my goodness, celebrate your progress. I'll be celebrating my solo podcast this morning by taking myself out for coffee. Just something small, but I'll, I'll actually go grab a coffee, go sit down at the beach and reflect on this and think, yay, crikey, I will reflect on it. Remember I said at the beginning of the podcast how I felt when I started doing podcasts and then now it's no problem. You know, It's something I really enjoy doing because I know that those of you that are listening will get a lot from this. So celebrate your progress. It'll help keep you motivated. These all feed into each other. So you'll celebrate each milestone. Even at the end of the week, did you do what you wanted to do? Did you get it done? Yes. How good are you? That sort of thing. These, these are the traits. These are the things that people who are successful do on a regular basis. And now reassess and adjust if you need to. So reassess your goals. Like period, periodically, you need to review your progress and you need to think, you know what, this is no longer working. I need to do this differently. Sometimes you've got to let a few things go. You know, we've had people come to us and they've done courses and they thought they'd be further and then they just realized that they just didn't find their people and maybe that, you know, we're their people. So you need to adapt according to what's going on for you and adjust, adjust the goal. Maybe here's a great property development one. Perhaps you were thinking, I, my first of all, I'm ready to, I want, I want to do an apartment building and you've been, been really working on numbers, you've been running fees, that's been what you're heading to, but you just can't make it stack up right now. Maybe you need to reassess and pull that back to, to townhouses. Maybe instead of an apartment building, it's for townhouses. That's the sort of the adjustment part that maybe you need to do maybe you need to reassess and, and adjust your patch maybe you need to make it a wee bit bigger whatever it is whatever it is you need to do just don't be afraid to reassess and adjust if needed so there you go people you've got to remember that success isn't linear that there will always be challenges and embrace them because from the, it's from our challenges that we grow and it's from our challenges that we just improve as humans. 
And remember, we are human beings, but we spend a lot of time being human doings. And sometimes we need to sit and just be a human being and spend some time reflecting, spend some, spend some time deciding what it is that we want. And doing all of that stuff can be so rewarding for our brain. You know, the small things like your vision boards, like you're visualizing in the morning. All of those small things will help you stay on track. You know, your morning routine is so vital. It is so vital. Uh, I challenge you, I ask you, <laughs> I challenge you to create one. And I'd love for you to send me an email and tell me what your new morning routine will be, what it is that, how you're going to set your morning up for success. Because, crikey, setting your morning up for success, uh, it is a game changer, spending that time planning your day, spending your time being grateful, spending your time visualizing. They don't take long, but they have a massive impact on where you are right now and where you can go. Just going to finish off with, with sabotage. It is a big one. Sabotage comes in all sorts of forms and it could be because we're worried about failing, because we think we aren't good enough and can't do something. There are many reasons for self-sabotage and that's something you really need to look into and own. So if you find yourself not achieving what you want, uh, work through the 10 steps that I just gave you, the, the 10 tools that I just gave you and then really have a look at if you're repeating the same pattern over and over, that is definitely a form of self-sabotage. Anyway, fine people, I hope you got some, some use out of our topic today. How can I progress my property development journey? And I hope you do progress your property development journey. And it is at this point that I will invite you to our three-day online workshop at the end of May 26, 27, 28. I'm pretty sure it is. There'll be some information about that below. If you don't see the below, you're welcome to send an email to me, admin as an administration, admin at propertymastermind.com.au if you'd like some further info of that. It is a gold three-day event where you learn property development from a man who's been doing it for 39 years and done over 1.3 billion in property developments. We cover everything you need to know if you want to get started and it is a phenomenal event. Remember, buy the online and you get the live workshop at the end of November, at the end of the year, November for free. So you get two for the price of one. So there you go. Any questions, reach out for me. But I hope you are, you have found this podcast really useful and I challenge you to tell me about your morning routine via email and I also challenge you to take on some of these tips and you know life's too short to be mediocre it is too short if you're not where you want to be it is up to you to change it so have a fabulous rest of your week and I shall catch up with you next week bye for now